was stressed out, I was bugging. I looked up, said, show me something. Felt a cry of desperation when I really ain't see nothing. I was stressed out, I was bugging. I looked up, said, show me something. Then I heard a quiet whisper. They said, hold up, bro, we coming, huh? Run it up, they cannot fuck with us. They ain't about nothing, bro. They ain't got the muscle, bro. Even if they did, they find a way to fuck it up. I come through looking like I don't give a fuck what it is you be saying. I get pissed off that I ain't pop yet, but I know that I gotta be patient. Mine keep racing, I keep chasing. These visions inside the matrix, I won't quit shit, I'm tenacious. You spitters is twice as basic, trying to fix that population with that shit you call eugenics. That time is done, your plan is over, punk motherfucker, you finna, bitch. Hell yeah, I'm on a mission, time is coming, we gon' form a Texas hippie coalition. I'm not running, better remember, evil people are some bitches. If we in a simulation, guess I got a couple of bitches, yo. We don't let I got the love, I got them good vibrations I'm not flexing, I'm just working You can tell by my striations Feel that cosmic energy underneath them constellations If it ain't about no business, we don't need no conversation <laughs> Trying to do the righteous thing inside a grimy system I just move and find a blueprint I am not no victim Don't idolize cause idols lie I'm trying to do this shit different Revitalize this light of mine I won't let this be no prison, bitch We don't let Said, show me something felt a cry of desperation when i really ain't see nothing i was stressed out i was bugging i looked up said show me something then i heard a quiet whisper they said hold up bro we coming yo 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 it's your man castro x coming at you live and direct with the with all due respect podcast man sitting before me today just dropped a new mixtape uh album uh what was it? Day before yesterday? Fucking Saturday, bro. Saturday just dropped this motherfucker called Legacy, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, first off, you know what I'm saying? Just how I stumbled upon this cat. You know what I'm saying? He was at the show. I know y'all heard a lot about the show already, man. We we still hyped off of that motherfucker. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I found him. He was at the show, man. And I, at first, when I glanced at man, we had a moment where we made eye contact. I think Gengar was on stage. You know what I'm saying? And I thought he was just a, a, a an onlooker, just an audience member. You know what I'm saying? We had made eye contact, and we were like, yeah, this is lit. You know what I'm saying? Next thing you know, a couple sets later, you know what I'm saying? He's up there with uh, J-Rob. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And they're doing a little track together. And I'm like, oh, so you a rapper. And then he starts rapping. And I'm like, oh, you a rapper rapper. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> man? So first off... Where the hell did you come from? In, introduce him, ladies and gentlemen, Aaron Sawyer. Welcome hello, to the podcast. Hello, hello, hello. You know um, what I'm saying? Where'd you come from? Who are you, man? Bro, Tell me I was you. born uh, in the parking lot of the St. John's Hospital, bro, in the ambulance. Okay. <laughs> in Tulsa, bro, like April 22nd, 1998. And um, shit, I grew up in Broken Arrow, bro. I lived a very pleasant, like, I had white boy problems, if that makes sense. Like, I love that you're honest with that. Yeah, you know how many rappers try to come and 
flex with, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I've been through nah, the bro, the, the, the only mud that I grew up in was like when I, on the slip and slide, bro, for real. I feel like that that's beautiful <laughs> that you could be honest with yourself on that. Uh, like you came from the mud. I'm like, I mean, I also came from the mud, but I had a very pleasant childhood, which like I think we should all like strive to have, bro. Like, you know, like it's a it's a balance between like glorifying the struggle and also just like appreciating the blessings because white boy trauma hit different bro you got that psychological mama trauma mm-hmm. you know so that's that shit she got to sit with but like bro I, i'm fucking I, i've done some cool shit in my life bro like born and raised broken arrow i didn't start bro i've been rapping for three years okay that's what I've, been, I've been writing for four like like just it started off as like um I mean, no, don't get me wrong. I've been studying hip-hop since, like, the age of five, right? Mm. But nothing came out until fucking 18. You know, some of the first, like, the first poetry slam competition I did. I came up with a poetry background. Like, I saw... So you've done slam poetry. I'm a oh, big fan dude. of slam. Do you fuck with uh, Def Jam poetry ever? Have yeah, you ever bro, seen that Yeah, bro, of course, shit? bro. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, like, dude, there's just... And there's some cats around Tulsa, bro, like, some OGs that kind of, like, showed me what was possible. And that kind of like ignited that spark, bro. Cause you like, a shout out, bro. Shout out to Fatodi. Um, I don't want to fuck his last name up. Um, Mishari, M- Marishi, uh, Fatodi. Shout out to Anthony Crawford at the Ice Event Center in OKC. Shout out to um, Tony, uh, Tony B. Um, I mean, all of these cats are like. Like, okay, so being 17 years old, doing your first slam poetry competition, this is before my spiritual awakening, too, so, like, but even then, like, the first slam poem I ever did, I was talking about, like, my third eye's teardrop or something, Mm. so, like, I I knew that that creative vessel was always there, but, you know, you you see a cat like Fatodi who's, like, able to transition and and literally personalize different characters Mm. while keeping this impeccable rhyme scheme and controlling the tempo and i was like oh shit like i need to write like thousands of pages of content (laughs) so i can fucking get that good so uh your writing style is very unique just to begin with as you Mm -hmm. reference uh being able to personalize characters while keeping an impeccable rhyme scheme uh your rhyme scheme is mad different and it didn't just your subject matter is very uh in depth, if you will, man. I mm-hmm. want to talk to you a little bit about that, man. Where do you gain your style? Where do you gain your influence, bro? Like, like, I'm. I, I studied the sharpest lyricists in the game. Like, I can okay. only in any industry that I'm studying. I'm studying the best of the best. Mm. So if I'm studying lyricists, I'm studying Daylight, the battle rapper. I'm studying. Cambada, who uh, is from New Haven, Connecticut, bro. He's signed with Mellow Music with Joel Ortiz and them. And like, yeah. Um, I'm studying Sci High the Prince. Okay. I'm studying Black Thought. Okay. I'm studying King Los, bro. I'm studying. Uh, I ain't peeped King Los, but. Bro, King Los and Daylight were supposed to have a battle. That shit. Bro. Daylight messes. He's on that same. Uh, he, he goes on Smack a lot, right? Yep. URL. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, he's on URL, bro. And like. Just the the way that these cats can say one thing and mean like five different things, it's fucking awesome, bro. It's the whole reason I'm alive is just to come up with some crazy shit and like leave the world with a bunch of cool shit. 
So you mentioned, man, your spiritual awakening. This is another aspect of you that I wanted to touch on, man. Fuck uh, yeah. Because I'm currently on a spiritual journey myself, man. We uh, all are, man. I don't necessarily know what that spiritual journey is or even looking like right now. I just know I'm very concentrated on trying to figure out the best me, be the best me, and mm-hmm. be happy with who I yeah, am. Yeah, 100%. So, bro. Uh, man, talk to me a little bit about your spiritual journey. Man. Bro, fuck yeah. So uh, I took LSD with my sister in Backwoods. Which hopefully my parents never come across this fucking podcast, but everybody else does, cause like, I it's time to just tell your story, bro. Right, right. Fuck, fuck else am I gonna do, bro? Like, look at the fucking world, bro. If I ain't speaking my truth now, it should probably never happen. God damn it. Um, no, nah, bro. But like, you know, if you've ever taken psychedelics, like. I basically became the music and saw a bunch of weird geometric patterns that okay. all became. I saw a bunch of light codes and, like, entered some alternate dimension where I was like, oh, this is different than everything I've ever experienced for the first 18 years of my life. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm a, I'm a hexagon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm never going to be the same, bro. Yeah, you, dude, like, you know what they say, bro? Like, once you turn into a triangle, bro, it's, it's hard to, like, ever see shit differently. So that's something we were kind of talking about off-air, man, with psychedelics. I've yet to really journey into psychedelics. I did shrooms a couple times with my partner back in the day. How, many, how many grams, if you don't mind me asking? So I think it was maybe, like, three to four grams he put me on. That's not you know bad. Did I'm you, saying? like, drink or anything before? So I did drink, which, oh. you know what I'm saying? So I didn't really trip-trip, man. All I, all I really did was get giggly. Uh, I felt a forcefulness of happiness uh, to where I was tingly. I'm naturally an aggressive individual, which I'm working on within myself. Uh, Even when I'm happy, I'm, yeah, you know what I'm saying? But it forced me to be like, yeah, hee, hee, hee. You know what I'm saying? It was really (laughs) weird. And I remember this little white shit came through, man, and uh, me and my boy CJ were just really lost with her. We were very fixated on her as a person as she was there. We felt like she was a goddess. She sung. And it blew our fucking minds. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, bro, that feminine energy will do that. Like, that's, um. I remember I wanted it. to spit game to her, but I just, at that time in my life, I just was not ready. You just on ready show. to, like, you just want, like, yeah, bro, like, the Empress energy, bro. Sometimes you just gotta behold that energy. I do that shit, like, I found myself much more honest with women lately. Like, like, I tell this woman that she smelled like apricots. Like, I didn't have anything else to say after that. I was, like, walk by. There's no game to me anymore. Like, I've done the whole spitting game and shit. Now it's like, I'll fucking walk by. I walked by her, bro. Beautiful, beautiful Latina woman. And I didn't even plan on, like, it wasn't, like, a tactical approach. You just letting her know. Nah, bro. I was bigger than that. I was just, the, the homie was trying to spit some game and then I was there to make it less awkward toward the end. Like, that's not, I didn't plan on this interaction ever happening, right? But I was like, hey, like, while we're here, I just want you to know, like, um, like, you have a very, very, like, uh, vibrant essence. And, like, you smell like apricots. And, like, your scent made my soul feel better than it did before. And that's all. <laughs> She was like, like, kind of like perplexed. At the end of the day, did that work out? Fuck no, dude. I wasn't even supposed to be talking to her in the first place. But I could just say that shit and leave. And then like, at the end of the day, I spoke my truth. 
And there's definitely times where, like, you know, it'll lead to, like, <sighs> more more conversation, more in-depth analysis. Mm. But, bro, when I'm talking to those empresses, like, we're talking about our psyche. Like, I'm not... I can't talk about surface level shit, and I think that's what's so intriguing, if that makes sense. So, like, there's there's that ego that's wanting to, like, chop it up. You just ate three to four grams of mushrooms. Your fucking ego, like, typically, you know, if you were, were just drunk, you'd be like, Sup. Right, right. <laughs> it was good. You know? yeah, yeah. But now you're like, damn, you're a goddess. I just want to fucking, like, hear you sing for a minute, bro. Dude, that's definitely how it was, man. Yeah, I ain't really know how to put But it was a good song. You oh, know of what course, saying? bro. Yeah, man. And, um, I mean, most mushrooms I've ever done is five grams in silent darkness, bro. And I wrote myself a note to myself and put it on my door. I said, um, like, hey, bro, just in case you're thinking about leaving, I want you to know that you took five grams of mushrooms and uh, everything is going to be okay. You should not leave. So you wrote this um, before the mushrooms? Yeah, yeah. I wrote this note to myself on the door just in case I wanted to, like, leave. <laughs> ah! <laughs> hey, just so you know, you're on mushrooms. Go drink some water. Go back to bed. You're going to be fine. Thug <laughs> it out. That was funny. Yeah, bro, it was was quite the experience, man. That ain't no bullshit, you know. It's something I definitely want to delve into, man. Have you ever done them solo? Or usually with a group? Yeah, yeah, I typically only do them solo. So talk, because that's that's what I'm looking to do as far as uh, psychedelics, man, is spend time alone, uh, maybe with some music and some songs. Yeah, yeah, so... Um, let me, let me, let me just do this as a preface. If you're going to take psychedelics by yourself... Um, if you have any forms of weaponry, mm. like a handgun, uh, anything that you could, uh, mutilate or blow your head off with, um, leave that shit at your homie's house. Because, like, you know, like, you just don't want to do psychedelics with a handgun. Just don't no, I don't think that's unreasonable. Anyway. Leave your fucking weapons and your car keys somewhere else like outside of the house you know what i mean because it's real spiritual warfare going on right now and like i've seen people become victims myself included of spiritual attacks where they become possessed by an entity because their vessel was open and they're doing shit that they didn't even know they were doing so break that down just a little bit more, because I don't know if my audience understands, man. Break down that spiritual warfare and these spiritual attacks. Bro, like, mind. okay, so you, you ever have a homie who, like, got blackout drunk, just did a bunch of fucked up shit, and then woke up the next day, like, not knowing what he was doing? Mm. Or, you know, one time I got so high just smoking marijuana, like, the, the, I was not in control while I was behind the wheel, and the car started driving itself, basically. Like, there was a spirit that entered me, and all of a sudden, I'm turning right whenever I'm I'm literally begging this entity to, to stop fucking with me. Like, I'm begging this entity to not turn me into this parking garage. Mm. And so, whenever our vessels are open, bro, like, okay, let me, let me, let me start off with, like, what is a quote-unquote ghost, right? Whenever a person is supposed to transition out of this earthly realm and, you know, it's their time to go, right? Let's say somebody died and they, they didn't want to die. Like, let's say it was an accident. Sometimes their spirit can get trapped in the earthly realm because they're still attached to the physical vessel. 
mm. and they they don't want to leave earth and once you hit a certain spiritual level you can help those spirits ascend kind of like uh simulator maybe not simulator 13 ghosts but i know those ghosts were still here uh due to past the, due to their their experiences as being alive they they had those struggle matters that they were attached to and they could not leave exactly, until they bro. were free to that exactly and and it takes a highly evolved spiritual being to free them of that you can you can snap and exile a spirit as it as it comes right but think about tulsa there's a million people in this fucking city think about how many spirits are just roaming around right so you know i've had friends fucking shoot themselves whenever they were fucked up or on psychedelics and i guarantee you they were possessed they didn't know what they were doing right mm. but that's why you have to have that spiritual armor on so back to if you're gonna take psychedelics by yourself fucking got get some goddamn crystals <laughs> you know pray say the lord's prayer whatever your personal beliefs are just like ask for the angels to protect you pick a positive album um and you know like okay i took a bunch of mushrooms to ab souls do what thou wilt okay all right scary as fuck because of the truth like like it was still dope yeah because he's a real truth sayer when he raps man yeah you had you it's just, i mean and that was what the whole purpose of that album was, i think you know if i was gonna do shrooms man an album as far as hip-hop i'm gonna listen to man i'm probably gonna listen to some maybe some uh I think Chance the Rapper would have me on a happy vibe. I listened to Coloring Book. I thought the same thing. <laughs> but then he talks about God a lot. Well, bro, and this you is the thing. Mean? So before listening to Do It Thou Will, I listened to Chance the Rapper's Coloring Book, right? Okay. And um, the choir and the the way that he designed the music in the album. Like, first off, I thought, oh, damn, okay, Mushrooms and Chance the Rapper, I'm going to be a happy man. Right. And then he's like, we don't. Do the same drugs no more. <laughs> and I'm sitting there bawling, bro. I'm yeah. like, because cause he, the choir brings you closer to God. And then before you know it, you're repenting for all of your sins. Mm. Because, like, I'm not worthy to step into the cathedral without being, you know, washed in fucking blood of saints or whatever. But, no, nah, bro, but, like, so... Real shit, though, I would do LSD by myself and do bioenergetics. You ever heard of that? I have not. Break that down for me. Yeah, educate me today, man. Man, I would, so I'm, I'm, I would jump up and down, letting my heels hit the floor, like, <sighs> while shaking my whole body for, like, hours on end, right? This is and before what, the drug? No, this is on LSD. LSD. So, so what this does is it would basically and i don't recommend this to anybody because i learned that like not everybody not everybody man. is pissing me off not everybody is where i'm at like i can't tell y'all to go do this because like i don't know your consciousness like i don't know your fucking psyche so i can't say that it's a good idea because you might have a terrible experience on lsd be like well Aaron told me to take lsd nah bro only if you fucking bro just don't i've seen just you know like you, you gotta know make sure you're ready man bro mind you, body and soul you gotta make sure you're prepared for that shit there's yeah like real shit i've seen people try to take lsd that are like oh i don't know but i'm still gonna do it it's like bro if you have any fucking doubt in your mind even if you're experienced to take a psychedelic and you still like are in a weird place and you think that it's gonna solve your problems um just 
just don't be a dumbass. Like, you know deep down if it's your time or if it's not your time to take these fucking drugs. Hence why I'm starting off uh, light with the shrooms. Because in my mind and in my mindset currently, I am not ready. You know what I'm saying? For the LSD trip. That's a heavy trip. You know what I'm saying? It's no joke, bro. So, for you, I would take... Now, what I would do for creative... Um, creative expansion you t- you get five grams of mushrooms put them in a blender okay and then get a bunch of amino acid capsules empty the amino acids and fill it out with a tiny microdose of mushrooms that's the um something that helped me evolve my writing process not that i'm you know i can i write something every one to three days i saw you do that little uh what is it poetry thursdays was it we got Poetry Drop Tuesdays, and uh, drop free, Tuesdays. Uh, I drop a freestyle. I'm on week six of 22 on uh, dropping a, a weekly freestyle with Time Flex, just let's, a producer on. Let's talk about that a little bit, man. What pushes you to write so much, you know what I'm saying, it, which I admire. I'm yeah, just curious. Bro. That's that's really awesome. That you Is it just putting out content to you, or do you just feel the calling to write some more music? What bro, I think or that... Poetry? I like once you you get yourself into the habit of it. You know what I mean? Like I've written probably two thousand plus pages of content in the last three to four years. Mm. So once I started get getting on that journey to know my soul, like really like who the fuck is Aaron Sawyer? What the fuck you know like who am I? And and I just started letting it fly. I stopped caring about what came out and just let my pen glide, bro. Mm. And then in that discovery, I realized that I wasn't the one writing. I was working with with higher entities or light beings that will channel me this information. You know, and that that's why I took my my psychedelic spirit quest very very seriously. That's why I was by myself doing bioenergetics for hours on end like it wasn't just to have fun and be fucked up like i was trying to understand and unlock the secret mysteries of this existence i had too many questions and these the fucking education system wasn't answering them Mm. so i had to go within my own soul and once the floodgates open bro like if you look at i probably have written about nine books 160 pages each you know journals worth of content and are you a pen and paper kind of writer? I'm or pen and paper, bro. If, unless I'm rocking with the homies and we're all just like, like you know, a beats playing and we're kind of like just all collaborating on a song, I can, you know, type a verse out. Okay. Dog, even at Juice Makers, bro, like, whenever I'm fucking, before I'm performing, I'm not, <laughs> like, I'm reading books, bro. I'm writing bars whenever I'm waiting to go up, you mm. know, because... That's just kind of the uh, the habit that I've gotten myself into. So if you look at my journals, you'll see everything from shadow work, where I'm asking questions like, what qualities about myself am I having a hard time accepting mm. right now? Or, or um, you can ask a question like, how do I fix feeling stuck in this area of my life? And I'll just journal down an answer. Like, I'm working, I got, um, oh, I'm also a certified yoga instructor and personal trainer. You uh, mentioned that, or actually, uh, the way I figured out, uh, that you had something to do with yoga, man, was that, uh, what is that song, Om, 
Uh, Om Supreme. Om Supreme. Yeah, and I didn't know what the, it was yeah. banging out, but you just kept saying, uh, you know what I'm saying, Om Supreme in the joint. So I was like, man, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> what is Om? So I Googled that and it said it has to do with yoga, man. Well, yeah, Om, bro, is that, think about it like, okay, so this is going to be important if you're going to take mushrooms by yourself, too, because I don't want you to be afraid of that silence. Mm. You take the mushrooms, you go into what I call the source or the database, you know, the source of all sources, which is what. What was there before everything was created? Silence, bro. Mm. What's the sound of silence? It, it's not, I mean, obviously there's no fucking sound of silence, but it's like, it's this loud vibration. Oh. Is that where that comes from? Bro, why whenever people smoke DMT, is that what they hear whenever before they blast off? Oh. That trip me the fuck out if I did some DMT. You know, they, yeah, bro, they, 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 uh, you know, they say it sounds like a train. So like that that the sound of silence is as paradoxical as that is that's the sound of the universe. Oh, everything is vibrating at a certain oscillation right now. Everything's vibrating at a certain level. What's that vibration sound like if you tap into it? Oh. Mm. So meditation for me is just tapping into that silence, bro, like and then you know, like out of that silence is born whatever creation i create you know just whatever i write but if you don't have a connection to that silence then you just kind of get attached to everything around you thinking that that's the truth mm. you know and really this just like some motherfucking holographic projection that's very <laughs> unique though man uh yeah that, that really caught me off guard uh no shit, i had to go ahead and do some research on it man uh you were talking about your uh what is it Poetry Drop Tuesdays, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Fuck free, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Freestyle Fridays, I had asked you, you know what I'm saying, what kind of influenced you to, uh, you know what I'm saying, write all of that. You said you've got, uh, I mean, several books full. You got talking into, uh, what did you call it, shadow? Shadow work, bro. Yeah, like, looking at this shit about I'm you. I'm trying to bring you, you back. Cause yeah, I yeah, yeah, real you. shit. I'm motherfucking everywhere, so. <laughs> no, it's, place, I mean, because I asked you a question, I brought us way over here. Yeah, you know, yeah, wanted to look of course, it back. Bro. You sound like you was on something, so. I mean, you know, so just looking at, like, I don't know, bro. I'm always just trying to grow. And, like, I'm pretty fucking neurotic about, like, just how quickly things evolve for me, you know, or like, like, if I have a vision or an idea and I want to manifest it, like, I don't rest until that thing is manifested. Okay. You're a very unique mind, man, so I apologize. Oh, uh, bro, I, I like to break shit down. So, oh, yeah. talk to me. I just, I'm studying this book actually suggested by Lovelace, who just texted my shit. Whoop, whoop. Uh, <laughs> you fuck with Lovelace personally? Yeah, well, you know, we were on that conjunction song, bro, and, like, I hadn't heard of, uh, you know, Arlington or, or Lovelace before, yeah. and, Arlington. like, I I hadn't heard of, of him before, and J-Rob was like, oh, bro, he's dope, like, Kid and, is I, cold, man. and you, you know, like, like, I got a little trust issues, so I was like, okay, yeah, like, we'll see what's popping, and then he comes in with that hook, like, I didn't want a reason to be... Why did it come to the... And then I'm like, okay, okay, dope. He's like a singer type of cat. And then I see Lovelace performing Juice Makers, bro. So you didn't know he rapped? Boom, he's got bars, bro. You didn't know he could spit? Yeah, he's got bars. Yeah, and so now man. I'm like, you know, we're about to... Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to link up with him in the next few days. We're going to come up with something. Because apparently he's got beats and songs for he fucking days. He suggested this book to me, man. Uh, it's about alchemy. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to memorize the name or remember the name of this. The Kabbalion. Kabbalah? Ka- no, I don't think it's the Kabbalah. Um, ka- yeah, you know, I, I know what you're saying. Uh, let's see, I forgot where I was going. I don't even know what the fuck Kabbalah. Kabbalion is like, that's like, um, so Kabbalah is like, God, dude, that's almost as ancient as it gets. It's, like, the, it's about like a hermit, Hermes and, uh, Hermetic alchemy. Hermetic alchemy, fuck man. Yeah. I'm trying to wrap it back up with what the fuck we was talking about. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about something 10 seconds ago. Uh, Motherfucking shadow work. Shadow work. And we got somewhere. Anyway, scratch all that. Anyway, I'm reading this book. Uh, I know you uh, reference a book in your uh, new little album, man. Yeah, You know bro, what I'm saying? Sure, the, I think it's The Black Horse or something like that. The or Four the, Pale Horses. The Four Pale Horses. That's also from Revelations, the book of Revelations in the Bible, bro. Mm. Whenever, whenever John the Baptist sees, um, you know, four pale horses. Right. Um, you know, in that, that vision, which I think can be likened to a mushroom trip, a psilocybin trip. Because, um, you know, my first real experience with psilocybin i had a, a vision or a prophecy of sorts where you know i saw martial law i saw all of these things that are now occurring but this was in 2017 this was three years ago and so whenever you ask why i write so much bro to be honest like part of it is to it's like a futile attempt to save people or to save myself you mm-hmm. know because i'm sitting here watching rome collapse watching the world crumble you know so the new earth can be presented and my whole mission for the last three years has been trying to help wake people up and tell them what's going on like let them know like first off you're not alone second don't be afraid and third like we can build it together whatever we're building back we can build it back together you know so um dude with with alchemy what's dope about that shit is like have you looked into it? Yeah, of course, of course. There's a book called The Alchemist, too, which is cool. Russ suggests that book. Yeah, it's bro. Music. It's, I've been wanting to check that it's out. It's a cool little... Um, I, I got you if you want to read it, too. I, I got would the book. love to if you don't it, mind. Yeah, of course, bro. Uh, um, it's about turning... So, so alchemy, lead to gold, right? Mm. It's like, that's also shadow work in a way, because you're, you're turning what's unconscious. You're, you're, you're shining your light of awareness into that. Does that make sense? So... Let's say I'm doing some shadow work. Hey, first off, you don't fucking plan on doing shadow work. You're either going to face your fucking shadow or not. It's not like I wake up like one day like, well, time to face all my bullshit. It's like, oh, fuck, bro. I woke up and I feel like shit today and I have no idea why. Let's so is fucking... this a form of self-care for you? Oh, for sure, bro. It's like it's like getting a spiritual oil change, bro. You know, because if I can, if I'm feeling these weird emotions and then... Um, and then I can journal a whole page down that explains what I'm going through. Mm. And that feeling suddenly, it's like a weight lifted off of my shoulders. Suddenly that feeling evaporates. What I just did was alchemy. I just shed light, my own, the light of my own awareness on my own problems. Mm. And, And once I wrote it all down, bro, sometimes it's just as easy as writing down, like, if you feel like shit today... You just let the pin glide. I feel like shit today. I don't know why. Sometimes it feels like boom, 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 boom. Maybe it's because of this. And then I ask the question, what do I do to feel differently? What do I need to do to feel differently? Well, okay, I haven't meditated in five days. Okay, I haven't given myself enough space to actually like, you know, 
practice self-care. I've been too worried about work. I need to take a day off to just read a book. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, then life becomes so much less perplexing whenever you get these ideas down. Because I know so many people who just let these ideas just swim in their head. And they sit on them. They brew on them. And they sit on them, and then it comes out in some weird way, like a fist fight or a fucking breakup, and they don't know why, when in reality their soul was begging, like, hey, bro, like, just talk to me. We can figure this shit out together. You know? Where'd you learn this, man? Was somebody, did somebody talk to you about this previous? Did somebody plant these seeds within you, or did you just read some no, shit? No, bro. And you just started, uh, I was, learned on your own. I was... Because I, I feel you have a very fruit. unique approach to self-care, and I really like that. Appreciate you know that, bro. Nah, I, yeah, yeah, it's solid. I really, like I said, I'm on, I'm currently on a journey. One of the reasons I love doing these podcasts because I get to sit back and talk to great motherfuckers mm-hmm. like you and hear cool shit. Like, oh, that's something I might try on my own. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, so, dude, I might very, take a little bit of mushrooms and journal right, something down. Right, <laughs> that don't sound too bad, bro. You you take a little bit of mushrooms, you work out, you get you go on a run, you get in that flow state, you start to see auras. I don't know if you if you like have have tapped in there yet but like you know i can i don't think my third eye has been awakened yet. man but... dude that and you know it takes about a year or two of straight meditation and um you know like i guess intentional spiritual activation but like mm. i do i can do reiki do energy work on people right. i um channel from their their akashic records which is basically your soul's different lifetimes I can uh, channel from your spirit guides, which is like a higher intelligence that um, kind of gives our gives us guidance on this path. Hmm. But um, what was the question? I, I I get sidetracked a lot. Um, <laughs> I hate that you threw it back at me. Well, your journey. Uh, I think I had asked you. Oh, where'd you learn this stuff, man? Bro, Someone yeah, teach you? from being lonely as fuck. So I was in a fraternity. <laughs> Bro, for being a fucking loner for four years, bro. <laughs> I was in a fraternity, bro. Um, you know, I went, to, I went to Oklahoma State University. Mm. So I was in a, I was in Who a fraternity there. Quick. I studied, uh, you know, so I was economics for two years. Then I switched to marketing while I was uh, studying abroad in the Gold Coast of Australia, bro. Got to go to Australia for a Looks semester. Like you do well in Australia. Bro, yeah, no, it's great. I have hella long hair. Everybody is fucking hippie vibes. You know, just shadow work. Shadow work and fucking koalas, bro. Shadow anyway, work and kangaroos, bro. You're at, uh, you're and in a frat? Yeah, yeah, I was in a fraternity and, like, you know, I had the, my spiritual awakening at, uh, Backwoods with, you know, where I turned into a geometric pattern or whatever, <laughs> or whatever, like, saw a bunch of, I had an ego-dissolving experience, right? And then... After that, uh, you know, it was still in a fraternity. It was like week two of being in fucking college, right? And, you know, like, after that, I realized, I recognized the power of positive thinking. Hmm. So so there's kind of a, a, a different stages to the awakening process. Stage one, you realize, holy shit, bro, okay. Um, every vibration I emit comes back to me. So if I emit a shit ton of positive vibrations then my life will be overall more positive, more blessings will come my way, and it'll be a big snowball effect of good fucking positive vibes. Isn't that a form of manifestation? 100%, bro. Because how was you going, like, people manifest via their mind using whatever object they believe they desire, but if they manifest... Being like a god or a deity or something of that sort, is that what you're talking about? Well, what I'm saying is that people say, okay, I want this red bin. Okay, okay. When in reality, 
if you manifest from your emotions and you say, oh, shit, like, dude, it's like, okay, Red Bins is dope, but, like, really, I just want to feel fulfilled. Mm. And you, you come from that place of fulfillment while thinking about a Red Bins, you're so much more likely to manifest if you manifest from the space of your emotions. That's why five to ten minutes every morning, I'm visualizing. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting feeling the feeling of my accomplishments, feeling the feeling of when my album drops. Like this, this legacy album took two months, just two months to, you know, some motherfuckers it'll take years. Mm. I wrote 15 songs in seven days, two studio sessions and a final mixing session later, boom. Why? Because I wrote and, and felt the feeling of it being accomplished. Mm. That's why things come to me so quickly. So, um, okay, so, so, you know, you're talking about, <laughs> so, you realize everything, you can live a more positive life by just fucking being positive, right? Right. And then you realize, this is where the shadow work comes in, because the universe will give you about a month to, like, fucking just live in this bubble of happiness, and then it'll give you a test to be like, okay, you think you got it all figured out, Right? Positive energy is the answer. Well, here's some fucked up shit for you to look at, whether it be family dynamics, relationships, uh, being in a fraternity that is, you know, fucking does fraternity shit. Like, they're not, they, they, it's like trauma bonding in a way, right? Right. Kind of like how they uh, reprogram you in the military, you know? No offense to the vets out there, but. But I see what you're saying. Yeah, of course, of course. Continue. And. Now it's like, can you still stay positive during these dark times? And that's where the shadow work comes in. So the shadow work process was about a year. I mean, who am I kidding? It's always ongoing. But like, just realizing, okay, if I can maintain this positive awareness, this love, forgiveness, and acceptance to the ugliest parts of me, then that ugly part that I was rejecting can now integrate into my consciousness and I can become a more fulfilled, <laughs> more complete human being. I don't have to live my life rejecting those parts of me. Like, I've had to come to terms with the fact, dog, I'm just abrasive sometimes, bro. Mm. Sometimes I speak out of turn and I don't shut the fuck up. Sometimes I will piss the homies off because all I want to do is work. And I'm sitting there confused why they don't want to get back into the studio. Mm. They're like, bro, it's already been five hours. Like, let's wrap it up. And I'm like, bro, but the album isn't finished yet. <laughs> what are, like, fuck it, I'll just write my own 16. I'll write another poetry drop or something. But um, you realize positive energy is the answer. Then, you know, the universe throws you some obstacles to see if you can remain positive. And then if you pass the test, you level up. Hmm. I believe I level up based off of the lessons that I've learned, hmm. the wisdom that I've earned. And I repeat the cycle if I don't. Hmm. So 2019, uh, I am end up at a wedding after a breakup. 2020, I end up at the homie's wedding after a breakup. So obviously I need to heal my karma with women or within myself so I stop playing out the same fucking cycle with women because I don't know how many of y'all listening out there have had the same old story happen with various people across the fucking board 
But at some point, you got to look within and be like, okay, I'm definitely the fucking problem. <laughs> I, I am the one. If I take responsibility for all this shit, I'm the one responsible for these outcomes. Hmm. As shitty as they might be, at least if I take responsibility for this shit, I can have power to change it. But if it's always someone else's fault, it's always going to be someone else's fault, bro. So, that shadow work is a motherfucker, but what else you going to do? Just repress it until you end up beating the shit out of somebody or fucking manifesting some bullshit? I used to be somebody to suppress a whole lot, uh, and it's currently something that I'm working on now. But I've learned that uh, learning to accept things within yourself, you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying, is key to advancement in life, you know what I'm saying? So... I think that's real raw that you went on to that tip. That's real fire. Oh, and, like, dog, don't get it twisted. Like, I get depressed in a motherfucker sometimes. Mm. So, like, sometimes whenever you're depressed, bro, like, let's be real. The best thing that you can do... I, did, I barely got out of bed on Friday. Like, real shit. But, like, I was reading a book in bed. It's all good. I woke up. Like, I'm always ready to do some shit. If I wake up and there's a day where my soul is like, we sad. <laughs> then I'll be like... I mean, I guess conversations with myself be like, all right, bro, like, you feel kind of mad fucked up today. People just stormed the Capitol. You seem to know a lot more than other people in these terms of, you know, what's really going down. You feel kind of down and out today. Um, you go ahead and uh, cuddle these pillows and you, you just fucking, you don't need to, you know, you just fucking take a day. Just take a day, bro. Sometimes you got to do that for yourself. Sometimes you got to just take a day. So I just fucking was laying in bed, reading reading some books, like, should I, should I, you know, I'm DoorDash or whatever, so I kind of got my own hours, I'm like, I'm like, should I have work today? And there's this little voice in my soul, it's like, no, <laughs> we vibing today, you're kind of depressed today, Aaron, like, just vibe for a minute, and I was like, you know you what, you're right, bro, we fucking sad today, fuck it, we just gonna chalk this one up, like, I did some internal work. I read an old book that I wrote while I was in Australia. And then I wake up Saturday free as can be, bro. Mm. And, you know, I didn't mutilate myself. I didn't get super fucked up. I didn't go call an ex that I could use for sexual services. I didn't do any dumb shit. I just fucking laid and fucking coddled myself for a goddamn day and then got back to it the next day, bro. You know, beautiful. That's beautiful. It really is. Like you just gotta admit that you fucked up, and then just sit with yourself and like, it's okay to just fucking be like, well, not this one. (laughs) We'll wait till tomorrow, bro. (laughs) As wack as that sounds, like you know. Not at all, though. I mean, you gotta take that time for you to love on you. You Exactly, bro. Where nobody else on the earth is gonna love on you. You gotta be like, hey, I feel like shit, fuck it, I'm just gonna hug myself Dude, for a minute. Dude, no one's gonna fuck with you as much as you fuck with you. And no one's gonna fuck with you if you don't fuck with you. Mm. So, this me learning to fuck with myself is what's gonna get momentum in terms of a fan base. Because, like, if you don't, bro, like, then you'll just manifest more negative energy. I'm very conscious of what I'm creating, you know, and... What do you uh see, see for yourself coming up? Big things, right? What do you see? Bro, I saw this vision of me, like, in-game. I saw this vision of me on my family's farm, bro. We got 95 acres. I saw this vision of me um, building a really nice metaphysics school. That's right. Like, I'm talking, like, my whole life project is going to be directed <laughs> toward, like, X-Men, bro. Like, um, 
Professor for X, gifted, bro. For the special and gifted, whatever. For, for the fucking mutants, bro. Yes, like, the, the motherfuckers that felt outcasted, like, these kids that are being born in these generations now, like, they're gonna be some of the smartest kids to roam the planet. Mm. And with a society that wants to use them for their energy and just make them consumers, like, I think there's something, there's more to it than that. So, my my end game, like, what I see for, for me is uh, having yoga festivals or, like, yoga retreats on this farm. I'm building a homestead 2021, so I'm going to have my own garden, my own animals, be fully sustainable. Um, that way I'm not under the thumb of Big Brother. They can't say, hey, um, you know, you need to get this chip inside of you if you want to go get groceries i'd be like motherfucker i got chickens mm. <laughs> motherfucker, i got i got the freshest chicken and eggs that you could ever have like and now it takes a little more work because it's like the bible bro like you technically metaphysically you only deserve to eat that chicken if you're the one that slaughtered it so it's going to take some big balls to actually you know pluck the hair out and do all that but like there will be a, a deep reverence for that um, in terms of musically, bro, like, I don't know. I don't want to get blackballed because of the shit that I talk about. Does that make sense? Like, sometimes I feel like I'm too smart for my own good, and I hear a bunch of homies like, hey, bro, like, just talk about that in your music. You don't need to be in the comment section, or, like, you don't need to you don't need to speak on that right now because it's going to fuck our money up is basically what they're saying. So, like, so break that down a little bit more when you say blackballed. Blackballed, bro, like... There will be times where there's certain opportunities that don't get passed my way because I'm not submitting to the agenda of what, of keeping people trapped in low frequencies in a certain mentality that doesn't free them up. Like, like it's, it's inevitable, bro, because if you look at what's going on, like, okay, we would, we would be way different we would move differently if the outcome was for america to say dude we want really well educated smart loving conscious wise individuals how do we create an economic system how do we create an education system how do we create a public service system a medical system that translates to that Hmm. how do we create a system that enhances people's superpowers that, that, that that really focuses on people's gifts and and maximizes their potential nah bro they want dumb consumers sheep sheep bro exactly so whenever there's an artist saying i mean why do you think kendrick doesn't drop for every four years bro i guarantee you these motherfuckers are afraid of dying Mm. real shit so like i don't expect it to be easy for me because it's not like i couldn't make some music about some turn up shit yeah, yeah, exactly. Who shouts like, out to those that get it how they get it, regardless, whatever. You know, and, and, and those that are... That's the thing, bro. There's, there's people that rap about the shit that they're living, right? It's it's levels to it. Because I'm never going to disrespect a Benny the Butcher or Griselda for for what they're doing. Because they fucking was literally, like, in the trenches of all trenches in fucking Buffalo, New York. Like, you can't take that away from them. But they're still on their... Um, black bosses type shit you know they're on they're on black mafia shit where they're still saying um you know like organize your fucking process i don't give a fuck what you're doing but you better be wise as fuck and telling people how to organize or else 
Or else I'm not listening, bro. Like, mm-hmm. like that's that's just some real shit. Like, there's motherfuckers in, like from the streets that will tell you like this life is not to be glorified because they got piles of trauma. Talk to any of the OGs, bro. Right. Talk to a dude in his forties and see if he's still playing the same games that he was playing when he was eighteen. I guarantee you that cat will say, "Hey, nah, bro, like." Like, okay, if you're going to do your dirt, do your dirt. Get done with it. If people are trying to take your life, go do what you need to do. But, motherfucker, you better be investing in silver. You better have six different uh, revenue streams of income. Because mm-hmm. that revenue stream is short term. You better be using that to fucking wash your shit and then put it into your fucking IRA. You know, put it into uh, buying actual bars of silver. For whenever the American dollar collapses, you actually have something that lasts beyond the sands of time. But, you know, that's why it's so painful being in this shit. Sometimes you're watching people, like, literally, like, get murdered, preach murder. You're listening to people just fucking get trapped. And it's like, you know, sometimes it's lit because of the beat or whatever. But it's like, bro, like... We, we got to try something different, bro, because how many homies have we had fucking pass away from overdoses, suicides, right. murders? How many are locked up because of robberies? How many people were fed this lie by people who knew better and then followed in their footsteps and now they're fucking dead? Mm. And this is something that's very important to me as an MC. Uh, when I write my music or back when I did my music, uh, you know what I'm saying? To me, it really matters what you say. The substance that you put into your lyrics is life or death for some people. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So you got to be very conscious of that message. We talk about putting positivity out there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That message that you put out there to the to the broad audience. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Uh, it's very important to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I respect that in you, the fact that you take the time to be like, yo, maybe this ain't the ticket. Maybe we need to be trying to send this message or this message. You know what I'm saying? That's very, that's very dope. And you don't have to be fucking corny, bro. Like, I'm an elite lyricist. You can say, you know, I popped a perk and fuck a bitch and felt empty later on and then, you know, like, like, it's, like, like, uh, the perky ain't give me the perks that I thought that I, you know, it's just like, like, if, if you're going through your shit, be as fucking dead honest as you could be and put it out in a creative way. Like, mm. I don't want to hear anybody from the streets like, oh, man, he don't get it. Like, bro, you're the leaders. Y'all are the thought leaders, bro. And- Which brings me to this point right here, man. We have a gift with the way we write these rhymes and things like just not even that hip hop aside music. You know what I'm saying? Um being able to be on a platform where people are going to see you and hear your message, I feel it is our duty, our mission, you know what I'm saying, uh, to deliver that content that's going to heal the people, you know what I'm saying, that's going to report the shit that they're doing in the government, you know what I'm saying, that's going to wake the people up, you know what I'm saying, we're the modern day uh, crazy motherfucker standing on the, uh, in the medieval times, like, yo, the times are coming, yo, like, we those yeah, dudes, bro. you know what I'm saying, exactly. that's us. In 2021, though, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, we just happen to have an audience now, you know yeah, what I'm saying, where exactly. motherfuckers actually care about what we're saying. I mean, some of them dudes were crooked and on some bullshit back in the day, but that's okay anyway. 
You know what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying. Yeah, bro. Always watch out for the fucking... Dude, you know what the trippiest shit I've learned is? Like, sleeper cells, bro. I'm learning that some of these motherfuckers in the CIA, like, the the dudes that read the, the list of who was actually spies, some of these people were literally the wives of somebody. It's like, it's like, bro, you, you read the list and you realize your wife was a CIA agent that literally married you so she could get intel. Like, that, that shit happens. Mm. Where you're like, oh, shit, like, she's been in the country for the last 20 to 25 years for this one mission. So whenever she gets that call, she's ready to ride. So you're talking about people fucking the, like, okay, a country is always destroyed from within. Or organization like the Black Panthers always destroyed from within. Mm. Have you studied the Panthers? Of course, That's of course. And and shout out to um to Quincy, bro. Um, the runs the cipher. Yeah, mm. yeah. Shout out to Quincy who runs the cipher because he he basically like put me on and kind of talked about um uh, you know told me to like study up on Fred Hampton and like what's really going down and he said something that stuck with me, bro. He always said to like don't flaunt. If you're learning about the oppression of our people and just, like, the systematic bullshit that's been going on in terms of, like, you know, like, putting them at disadvantages and, like, bigger than that, just, like, belligerently fucking them up on purpose because they hate the black race, right? Because they're afraid of the melanated superpowers. He said, don't flaunt that. Mm. If you learn about Fred Hampton and Malcolm X and you're a white boy, like, don't go, hey, look at me, this is what I know, you know, like, just, just keep it real and fucking be calm and keep quiet about it, because it's not your, you know, and I'm paraphrasing what he said, but it is it, is important for me to hear, it's like, just because you think you know, like, you still don't know, so just let people know, but also know that you don't fucking know, you know what I mean, but break it down for me, because that's very interesting. Because I'm one that studies things like that, and I find that fascinating. Bro, like... But with, I feel there's something to what you're saying, so with, I'm, with, I'm trying with to... With Malcolm X and with the Black Panthers, bro, there were CIA agents within the Black Panthers. Mm. They got, they got you know, put in there, they get their intel or whatever the fuck, and then all of a sudden, they're, they got a sleeper cell in the group, and then you wonder why the group is being dismantled because they can't agree on anything. Well, there's a dude that's in there who is literally his sole mission is to wreck the shit apart, tear the shit apart from the inside out. What do you think's happening to America right now? Mm. How many trillions of dollars is the USA in debt? A lot. Who are we in debt to? I don't know. Russia and China. Okay, yeah, I thought Russia. Okay, so they, they, they buy us out. Let's say China owns America's LLC now. Um, how, do you, how do you dismantle the American system with constitutional rights and create it um, to really be run by the Chinese government. Well, first you need some uh, civil Keep unrest. We got five minutes. Word up. First you need some civil unrest. You need the towers to crumble from within. So that's whenever you see these feds putting bricks out and the BLM riots. Or not, they're, they're, they're protests, right? Protests right, at okay. first. But whenever you throw a pile, whenever the FBI throws a pile of bricks at these peaceful protests, all it takes is one dumb motherfucker that doesn't understand what the true cause is to, to go pick it up and domino effect. Mm. So then what? Okay, well now, oh damn, some people just stormed the Capitol. 
Well, we need heavy regulations and censorship on what can and cannot be said. Oh, we need a surveillance state, bro, because these these uh, people are getting too crazy. And then the people on this side are like, oh, fuck yeah, bro, fuck those motherfuckers. But then, two to three years later, these motherfuckers do something, because the, you know, quote-unquote left is so good at, bro, yeah, we should end wars. We should have highly sufficient medical systems that don't uh, profit off of giving our young ones fucking oxycodone. Mm. How fucking trippy is it that the fucking... Uh, company that's making these vaccines also got all of our homies addicted to opioids. Pfizer, they're the ones that made the oxys that our homies OD'd on. And mm. now we're going to trust them with the bodies of everybody? You motherfucking over my dead body, which might not even be that far away from now, but fuck it, I'm going to still speak my truth and shit. Um, how do you fucking control this shit? Well, I said it in my song Exceptional. Um... Uh, grow your food and pay your taxes. Get them bastards off your back. They're implementing age-old tactics. Crisis, crisis. Stage dramatics. Pre-program with cinematics. Turn your people into addicts. Then they tell us that we're democratic. There it is. I think we have it. Mm. So, just, I don't know, bro. Make sure one of your friends aren't the feds. <laughs> you gotta be very mindful of your circle, man. Uh, <laughs> 100%. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, look around. And you need to do the statistical assessment of which one of your homies might be the feds from the jump. That's one crazy, more, though, one, man. One. I, I, uh, I really enjoy your brain. I like the way you think. Your thought process fascinates me. Uh, I don't know what your schedule is like, what you got going, but uh, we have to wrap this particular part because Anchor only allows me an hour. Uh, so, but... We'll talk off air for a second. Um, Man, we're going to get them. We, here's what we're really going to do, bro. We're going to get the these interfaces in these microphones, bro. We need like a three-hour joint. So that way things, I can sit here with audacity and record for fucking three hours. You know what I mean, bro? And saying. like, you know, I uh, I don't Hopefully the fucking listener got something out of that. I'm pretty sure I just fucking was just sending it for the last hour. And it was, there's no, uh, I'm an infinite well of information, bro. And so I'm like, you want to but see, because I get to sit down, shout out to Joe Rogan, because he gets to sit down with cool motherfuckers like you, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm blessed right now to be able to sit and just be like, talk. You, yeah. I don't know if you saw me, <laughs> but I'm just sitting here. You're like, like, so, what, like, how should I do these mushrooms again, bro? Right, no, you, it's, it's, it's just intriguing. It's very exactly, interesting, bro. man. Yeah, real shit. You know what I'm saying? You're a very, um well-studied man and i like that that's why i like to surround myself with is people like that as i said i'm on a journey so mm-hmm. what do i want to do surround my people to the, surround myself with people that either own the same motherfucking journey or have a vast well of knowledge towards the journey you know exactly, what i'm saying bro. so i don't know um, you're, you're a good podcast host bro you let the most doing my thing that's that's the key brother is to let y'all speak this is a, your platform especially as an artist mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i mean i got my little shit that i'm doing over here but the whole key to this is to be like you do you. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Bro. Show them how cool you are. And Talk about how interesting bro. You are. Like just just give them their roses while they're here, bro. Like if you see someone just building some shit from the ground up, go support them, bro, because you don't know how far that support can go. You know what I mean? And it's um don't don't focus on blowing up, bro. Just focus on building where you're at and then just a fan a day. Just do something, one thing every day that'll get you closer to where you want to be in your career. That's mm-hmm. what I ask myself. So, you uh plug your album where they can find it. Where Bro, listen find to music. Legacy by Aaron Sawyer. 
A-A-R-O-N-S-A-W-Y-E-R. And then follow me on Instagram at Aaron Sawyer Official. Mm. All one word. And that's a wrap. Yeah, yeah, it's your host, Castro X. This was the With All Due Respect podcast. Go like the Facebook page at With All Due Respect. We out. Say something. Peace, motherfucker! Yeah, yeah.